Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Cody Payne. Thanks for being on the show, Cody. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. And Cody is an office and industrial investment sales specialist for Colliers International. He's team leader for a nine-person investment sales team, works with private institutional funds uh, and syndicators across the globe. Cody, thank you again for your time. Give us a little more about what you do and, and let's dive into your superpower. Absolutely. So I work for, like you said, Colliers International. For those of you who don't know who that is, it's a commercial real estate investment sales firm, one of the largest in the world, actually, offices in 68 countries. I run a division here of office and industrial agents. We also have a good retail and self-storage RV park division as well. We're based out of Dallas-Fort Worth. That's where the majority of the work and play that we do out here is. You know, We're mostly private capital, which means assets are going to be anywhere from one to $25 million. We work with a lot of you know, high net worth investors, real estate syndicators from across the U.S., funds and institutional, even though we're really not on the institutional side, but you know, it just depends on the pricing of the asset, but we're on the sale and buy side. Nice. So I know we have listeners that are in the Dallas Fort Worth area. So hopefully they'll reach out to you and we'll tell them how at the end. But, you know, Cody, I guess, you know, walk us through a little bit about maybe, or we'll dive into some, maybe some recent projects that you're familiar with, or maybe we'll talk about some buyers or, or sellers or how they, they did really well in a building or maybe how they've added value and things like that. But get us started on, on the specific types of properties and dive in, you know, a little deeper on the exact properties that the asset class that you're focused on? Absolutely. So my main focus and, you know, a lot of the guys that work for me, our main focus has been selling investment office and industrial buildings. So this will be, you know, anywhere from a mid-rise office tower to a small garden office park or medical office buildings, uh, single tenant net lease projects that are, you know, office industrial medical and on the industrial side, we'll do, you know, industrial business parks or, you know, the large distribution centers that you see, you know, that's one of the more hotter asset classes right now is industrial. So that's been a big focus of ours this year. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, you know, is there a recent project that we could dive into a little bit where maybe somebody produced higher than normal returns or, or something you've seen like that? Yeah, absolutely. We had a, a medical office building that, as a matter of fact, a real estate syndicator, I think with MAG Capital that we've done some work with before, they purchased off of us out in a town called Keller, Texas. It's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, just a subcity, And it was a medical office building. They purchased it from another group that was also a syndication group. They ended up adding some tenancy, creating some more value, and then selling the project off after, I think it was just a, a little over a year. And they did very well on that project. So they sold in, in just over a year. So was that the group you were just talking about? They bought it, they held it for a year, they added the value and then listed the property again or exited? Yes, sir. So tell me a little bit about, I know the listeners are probably thinking, okay, you know, so that person that's working with you, you know, as the broker, as the, you're the expert in selling these properties, you know, tell me a little bit about that relationship. Did they buy that through you all and they sold it through you all as well? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So we approached them with the deal. You know, they're a group, like I said, like many syndicators that we worked with, 
you know, we get their criteria on what they're looking for. You know, they'll say either we need, you know, a value add or maybe we want stabilized that it's producing five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10% on the initial going in cap rate. So we'll go find them that project. And in this particular case, they had a criteria. We went out and found it and, you know, they wanted something that they could flip in a year and do well on. And that ended up being a good one for them. And then they actually ended up 1030 wanting into something else. But yeah, we helped them purchase the project and then we helped them sell it whenever they decided to exit. So we all want the most safest or the most safe investment that we can find, right? You know, but and sometimes there, you know, obviously, you know, people think that real estate can be really risky and obviously there's risk in any investment. But can you maybe elaborate a little bit on some buyers or sellers where you've seen them take a little more risk, you know, than others? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the riskier projects are generally going to produce a higher return, or at least that's what the thought and hope is. And those are going to be generally, I would say, you know, multi-tenant mid-rise office or small bay flex industrial. You know, that's one of the hotter products out here right now, as I was saying. Those are going to produce a lot of times, especially the mid-rise office, higher initial returns. And that's what, you know, a lot of people look to those for. You know, if you're looking for more of a safer investment, you know, those can be something like a medical office or a net lease office medical with, you know, a large company in it like a DeVita or a Fresenius. It's got a good long-term lease, but those will generally produce, you know, lower returns, but safer returns in a lot of people's minds. In that type of asset class, which I don't claim to know a whole lot about, multifamily is normally our focus, but I hear people say, well, you know, I'm worried about finding tenants, you know, and if I have an office building or if I have some type of retail like that, you know, what's your response to that and how do we find them? Absolutely. And let me tell you, when you say the multifamily side, I can't tell you how many people from multifamily over the past three years have purchased office or industrial because the returns are higher right now than what they're finding generally. But that is the biggest question is where do I find tenants? Where do I get to manage it? And things of that nature. You know, on the management side, I can tell you there's a lot of, especially in Dallas-Fort Worth, there's a lot of great companies. I've even seen the multifamily people use their multifamily management company to do it. Really? Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one of them actually I ran into not long ago and they liked it because they said, you know, Cody, the only calls we get are between eight and five because that's when the office tenants are there. Right. And so they say, you know, we basically eliminated the night calls. But as far as the leasing goes, that's what, you know, the key to representation is and making sure you're buying something in an area that you understand the tenant sizes, you understand what tenant pool is out there. Certain areas in Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, I got a DFW map back behind us. Some of the areas out here, you know, especially like you take some of the mid cities, for example, there's not a lot of, you know, 10,000 square foot tenants rolling around out there. And so if someone's going to buy an office building out there and all the tenants, all the space sizes that are vacant are over 10,000 feet, those things can sit for a long time. So they got to make sure that they know, hey, we need to chop these things down. You got to have the right plan of action to, you know, achieve what you're looking to do on the project. And so that's really what it is on going in on anything on the office industrial side is, is that because you're right, leasing spaces is the most key point on office. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously with any real estate investment, location is so important and we have to know our market so well. But it seems like too, with like a property like this, we have to be somewhat of a, and with any of them, but especially with this, like a visionary, we have to like really be able to think even more so outside of the box and say, okay, we got this big warehouse, but like kind of like you said, if we can cut it up and we can do these different things with it, you know, and really get creative. Is that something you see happen very often? Oh, absolutely. And you know, with the co-working industry expanding the way it has been, you know, I saw a stat that Dallas alone has the co-working has expanded by two, almost 200% in two years. And so that's a lot of growth. And so I've seen a lot of owners that own an office building, they'll take a full floor and kind of operate one on their own, you know, without being a franchisee or anything of that nature. But there's a lot of changes, especially on the office side that have been happening over the past, you know, two, three, four, five, nine, ten 10 years that, you know, you got to stay with the times on those. Yeah. Any other creative ways or anything or like really outside of the box or somebody's done something crazy with an office space and outside of the, you know, the, the we work type? Yeah, no. And especially on historic buildings. So out here in DFW, we've had a lot of people look at our office products to convert to hotels. And so, and actually another project that we worked on near downtown Dallas, they were doing a multifamily conversion on it. And so that's been a lot of opportunity that people have looked into to capitalize on, you know, what they can do with the square footage is a conversion. Hmm. How are you finding sellers right now? So sellers, you know, we've, we've got a great group of guys. What we do is, you know, we are consistently out there. We're always marketing. We're getting with the sellers. We're updating evaluations on their projects, advising them, hey, you know, maybe a good time to sell or, you know, maybe get your building up to this part. And or to this occupancy, lower these expenses and, you know, figuring out. And if now's the time to sell, it's time to sell. If not, then they definitely need to look at refining with where uh, interest rates are right now. Help me with that relationship a little bit there. Like if I have a building, you know, that I own and, you know, I'm working with you and I'm thinking, okay, you know, Cody, I'm, I'm not sure if it's time to sell or not. Help me to think through that a little bit. Absolutely. So say you have an office building, right? And you say, hey, Cody, I'm not sure if it's a good time to sell. What we'll typically do is we'll say, okay, let's look at the operations. Let's see where the occupancy is. Let's see where the expenses are. Let's see where they should be. And we, you know, we'll generally look at that and go, okay, your occupancy is you know, maybe a little below market. Your expenses are a little higher than they should be. We'll give you an evaluation generally on what it is now. But then our main thing is we'll say, look, if you do these things, you can actually get it here. And so we like to make an action plan for all owners to you know, have a goal to get to, because that's why they bought these assets at the end of the day is, you know, to produce the highest return. And so that's what we do for most of our sellers is action plans. You're showing them the value, the potential value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the best thing about me and all my guys is many of us have leasing experience, management experience, ownership experience. I mean, knowing these buildings in and out is so key, especially nowadays. What's been the hardest part of this, the syndication journey or, you know, just working with syndicators for you, Cody? Over the past three, four, five years, I mean, it seems like everybody wants to be a syndicator, you know. I've even done some myself. I mean, you know, it's fun. Whenever we get a new one that's come in, we just have to vet them properly, you know, make sure that they're knowing and doing the right things. And if they've never done a syndication before, you know, we have to take certain steps to make sure if they're bidding on our property that, you know, they have everything behind them to do the project. And, you know, it's usually not that hard to vet them out. And a lot of times they're pretty good at getting their ducks in a row before they do bid on a project. And you you mentioned you've done some yourself. How are you prepared for this potential downturn that everybody's talking about? Well, one thing I always say is if, if you're going to hold, 
right? If you're going to hold right now in commercial and buying office and industrial, your standard loans are going to be five and seven years over a 20 or 25 year end, right? And so the best way to, you know, figure out what you want to do with your project is, okay, am I holding it? Because if I'm holding it, I need to make sure I have it refied right now with interest rates being where they're at. If I'm not, I need to get an action plan together or I need to look at, you know, figure out how to sell this project, but doing something that is progressing you forward is what's key. And so that's what we tell everybody is, Hey, are you selling? Are you holding? You're selling great. You're holding. How much longer do you have left on your loan? Let's get you some long-term debt put in place. Let's, let's get this figured out so that you're not like one of those guys in 2012 who had a loan come up because you know, or I'm sorry, 2010, because it wasn't refied at the right time. So I believe now's a, a very good time for refining if you're planning on holding. What's a way that you have recently improved your business that we could apply to ours? We've been doing a lot more marketing and things of that nature. You know, I tell you, I've got some really good young, bright guys here that the social media world has just taken even our industry by storm. You know, the commercial real estate industry has been stuck in the stone ages for so long, even when I first got in it in the early 2000s. And so I've gotten with, you know, a lot of my guys that are very good, young and bright and understand that avenue and been really making some good headway on that. And so it's made a lot of good connections and traction for us. Okay. So increasing your social media or improving that. Absolutely. That's helped us out a lot. I think that's what I'll probably done as well. Of course. Yeah. If you're not creating content right now, you're getting left behind. If you have a business anyway. Absolutely. Uh, So, you know, what's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? You know, I've had really good mentors. I can tell you that whether it's, you know, David Dunn, Hernando Perez, you know, I've had very good mentors that I can tell you early on, I probably wasn't the greatest to, you know, work with a little hard headed things of that nature, but you know, those guys stuck with me and, you know, helped push me and drive me. And also I've got a uh, phenomenal team around me that, you know, we're very close, very tight niche. And so those things are, are very good to, you know, having a, a fun career as well. Mm. Team is so important. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and it, you know, what's funny is talking about this, with one of the guys earlier, it's so funny how one bad egg can just destroy 10, 12 others, like no problem. You know, it's kind of like the, you know, the crab boat when a crab, you know, breaks in a crab boat, it can poison a lot of other crabs. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. So yeah, no, we've got great team camaraderie, all the guys here, we all have the same singular focus and that's to win and to win often. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I didn't know that about the crab either. You know what? I may have just made it up or my grandfather told it to me. Uh, it was something I heard a long time ago. So I've, I stuck with it. It makes sense though. So, you know, Cody, tell us how you like to give back. Many, many different ways. Actually, you know, for a long time, I was part of the Big Brother Big Sister organization. You know, I did a lot of work with them. I was a uh, vacation Bible school teacher as well. A lot of the guys here as well are, you know, in various different things. And I Blake does a lot of charity work as well. And Colliers International does as a whole also. We're very big on that. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Cody, thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate you just sharing from your expertise and just your experience in the business and and some different sellers and properties and asset classes you've worked with. But tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. Absolutely. Hey, any questions, office industrial, man, you got to give us a shout. www.texasofficeinvestments.com or 972-345-6500. Awesome. That's a wrap, Cody. Thank you very much. All right. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.